Okay, go. Welcome back to Dangerous Rhetoric, guys. This is episode 91. Uh, before I jump into it, as always, please like, comment, subscribe, share this if you uh, have the cojones to do that. And if you want to help, you know, help us keep doing this, especially because YouTube hates us and Instagram hates us and all these platforms hates us and Peter, donate. Yes, give us your money. We will gladly take your money. Help us, help us do this. Links in the description. Links in the description. With all of that said, today we are joined once again by the great, hilarious, handsome Peter Feliciano of the Conservative Podcast. Um, we've had Peter on once before. It's been a while. I think this was that was like almost a year ago now, right? Or maybe a year ago. I can't even remember now. It's been a while. Yeah, possibly more. It almost feels like it might have been more. It might have been more. You were a New Yorker then. You were now a Texan. We'll talk I am, and I was. But uh, thanks for joining us again, Peter. We appreciate it, and we miss you. Thank you very much for having me. Yes, um, you guys uh, came to my little going away party there. Um, oh, you can uh, you can find me. <laughs> um, you can find me at Peter underscore Feliciano on Instagram and on uh, Facebook, kind of, and on Twitter at Rule Sixty Two Peter. Um, and you can support my podcast and my music at Patreon. But first, you should give money to Dangerous Rhetoric, of course. Um, yeah, glad to be here, boys. Happy to have you here. There's a few things that we're going to talk about today. Um, but the first thing that I wanted to get into was the most recent thing that you and I were talking a bit about on Instagram. And you tweeted about this. And it caused some waves and some, I guess, uh, uh, controversy a little bit of controversy you got a lot of responses i don't i mean i don't get it why it's so, why it's so controversial i understand and this seems is, obvious and we're going to talk about that but i'm going to just start off by Wait, reading here, send me let me i'm going to read out. the tweet that you tweeted and i'm going to read uh your caption as well on instagram and this was a tweet that peter tweeted um on the 25th so this is around thanksgiving dear fellow unvaccinated yes we should be grateful promote truth and dunk on the pro-mandate. But most vaccinated people were not pro-mandate, and a lot of them may be starting to feel fear, regret, and loss right now. Let's be careful not to rub our vindication in their faces. And then you added, our fight is not with the vaccinated, it's with the amateur pro-mandate people, the politicians, and the media. Let's try to be a comforting, understanding resource for the people waking up. Um, I very much align with this sentiment. I think what you were saying here is actually really important and has to be said more, perhaps. Um, I would probably word it differently. I wouldn't, I wouldn't call them the, um, the pro-mandate people. I just call them the authoritarians. I mean, we can call them that. Touché. Touché. Statists. Same is another people, popular, you know, popular term. Popular, absolutely. Those people, yes, we very much should dunk on those people, um, mm -hmm. especially if they haven't shown any sort of remorse for the way they've behaved and treated people like us over the last couple of years. For sure, we should dunk on them. But the point you're making here, I think, is a really important distinction to make because I have certainly seen over the last few months, especially since more information has come out, people on the pro-truth, freedom, liberty side um, definitely kind of rubbing this in the faces of just anyone who got the shot. And I don't think that's the appropriate response at all. I agree with you. I myself have friends who chose to get it or felt coerced for whatever reason. And a lot of those friends did not want to see me segregated from society. Um, some of them were even openly speaking out right. in defense. 
And I personally, I would not want to see them lumped in together with the types of people who were considering our enemies. But what uh, what provoked you to even tweet this? Was there something in particular that you saw or that you happened? Or was it just a pattern of things you were seeing? Or maybe it was how the was treated? Yeah, it was a couple of patterns. It was a couple of patterns. Um, mostly it was seeing people go like, I'm super glad I never got the shot. Da -da 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 -da. And But doing it in a way that was, again like dunking the ball, like doing an end zone dance. Like I was saying on the episode, doing an end zone dance in the face of crying people is fucking insensitive. And, um, and again, yeah, we would call them pro pro mandate authoritarian fill in the blank, whatever. There is a difference between people who were willfully like wishing death people who were, you know, even promoting. Okay. Cause that's another tier. Okay. And then the people who just haven't been plugged in. Do you know how many motherfuckers, when we're talking about waking up, we're not talking about a binary choice. Okay. Because this is non binary. Um, <laughs> we're not talking about a binary choice. It's not someone who's completely insanely left and all of a sudden sees the light. There are many tiers to being asleep. And one of the tiers is the biggest tier is I'm not even connected to politics. I don't even care yeah. about, about vaccine, not vaccine. I don't even, I'm not engaged in the culture war, as Mark Hughes said, engaged in the culture war. Um, if they're not engaged in the culture war, why would we expect them to know the stakes? They didn't know the stakes. Some people, like people on our side, especially people who had gotten mad at me in the comments, and by the way, fucking bring it. I ain't scared of you <laughs> niggas, okay? Oh, wait, am I allowed to say the N-word on your show? I'm sorry. I mean, we don't care. You're allowed to yeah. say whatever you want. You can say whatever you want. Yeah, and I'm I, not scared of you motherfuckers. Some of those comments, man, they wrote you like freaking essays, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, Guys, let me just, I understand being PSA, thorough, PSA. The YouTube and Instagram comment section is not the place for essays, guys. It's not the place for long form discourse. This is the place for long form where you can at least see the other person's face and, and have a, an auditory exchange uh, and, and have an opportunity to elaborate your thoughts in real time. You don't, if you want to, you want to send somebody an email, you can do that, but don't, don't, I don't, I, I barely read, you know, the comments as is when the longer they are folks, it's not for that. It's a comment. It's supposed to be short. I don't think Peter wants a large influx of long ass emails either, though. Let's be real. Here. Unless, unless it's from, unless it's from a six or above. Okay, six or above. That's my cutoff. Attachment pictures, please. Yes. If you show me a nipple, you can call me every word in the book. I don't care. <laughs> Read your email. Um, but yeah, no. A lot of the people uh, engaged in the engaged in in the comment section who are who are upset. Not only do they miss the point that this isn't a binary, you know, level, but also they assume that people who got vaxxed knew the stakes, but decided to sell out anyway. Yeah, that's not the case. What do we always say? That's passed around the world for years. Hindsight is twenty twenty. Not right now. Okay, hindsight. That's why no one has gotten fucking. I mean, barely anybody's been getting fucking boosters, and nobody's getting their first fucking shot now. That's yeah. not happening, right? It it shot up right right away, and then it got a little slower, and then a little slower, and then it stopped speeding up around sixty five seventy percent uh, around uh, January, around January or or, or December of of um, of twenty twenty one. 
where you can really see everybody starting to go, hang on a second, especially around Omicron, where people were like, but I'm double shotted and yet I got it. Like everybody's got it. I mean, you're, you boys are in New York. I was in New York th during December, during Omicron. Every fucking human being got that shit. And that, that's why I tweeted out at that point. I was like, can I go to a restaurant now? If everybody's fucking got it, can I go to a goddamn, I can't go to a gym, you know? Um, but, but okay. So this is, there's tears to the, to the waking up process, but the majority of the people, they didn't know the stakes. They made the decision, not just because they were coerced or they were pressured or they were a bitch. They made the decision because, well, I guess I kind of would have gone and got it anyway. And, you know, they, they made the decision, the majority of people, the majority of the 65 to 70% of the country didn't make the decision to get vaccinated prior to the mandate or uh, uh, once the mandates had started. What, like I just said, the spike was right away. The majority of those were just regular. They were, they were old people. They were old people. They were people who wanted to see their mom. There were people who were excited. There were people that, as I said on the episode, the, the lizards did a really good job at the PSYOP. They did a fucking phenomenal job. Well yeah. done. Well done, white pieces of shit. Well done. Well done, billionaires, you fucking cocksuckers. Um, they did a great job because first what they did is they got everybody scared. So now we get locked down. Okay, now we can't have that. We can't. We get people used to eschewing their, not only their rights, but also uh, uh, freedom, breathing air, working. But, but get them inside. Get them locked down. Get it right. And then and then dangle the carrot way out here. If you do, if you keep doing what we're doing, your grandma's going to stay alive. You're going to stay alive. Blah 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 blah. Mask up. Da, da, da. And then. Ah, the fucking golden compass, the, the not com compass, the fucking goblet. You know what I mean? At the the the, the holy grail, we're gonna give you this vaccine, and then you'll be able to. So most amateur vaccinated people were just like, "Yeah, I'll get the thing, and then and then I won't have to worry about it." Yeah, right. But them not being awake isn't the same as them being willfully asleep. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Even the pieces of shit pro mandate. I'm sorry to even say this. Even they are not. They don't know what they're doing, right? Only the only the rich white cocksuckers at the top know what's going on. Well, right? we were all we were all lied to for sure um, on a massive level. On a massive level across the board, the lies were affirmed through the use of this technology right here that we're on. Because there are, there are only so many things that we can say. You know, I did say you could say anything you want, but we both know there are certain things that if we utter, the YouTube eye of Sauron will be glared right. upon us, yeah. and this channel will right. be gone. Right. So uh, it's 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 totally understandable that so many people yes. were misled that they made you know a choice that they thought was the best choice at the time given the information that they had, um, and you know we should be very welcoming and accepting of that and not want to alienate people yeah. from you know waking up by pushing them further into a bubble by being antagonistic and aggressive which we have to remember online digital mediums like twitter social media facebook this all pushes us to be that little bit more sociopathic towards each other that we wouldn't be if we were face to face right so we have to remember that and we have to interact with this technology in a way that we understand its limitations. We understand the dangers, you know, it's like smoking drugs or, you know, taking LSD or doing any other thing. Like you have to be aware of what's the possible, you know, what the fun part is and also where the dangers are. 
uh, because you have to navigate these things like an adult, which is one of the reasons I don't know if we should be like children getting on social media. That's kind of a whole nother conversation. Yeah, that is a whole nother conversation, Brent. But, you know, you, you did mention in, in your recent episode about this topic, and I just finished watching the whole thing, you know, we can bring these people in and it doesn't mean that we don't point out to them like, well, hey, all of the compliance and all of the things that you did, that's how we got to where we are right now. How we do that is what matters, obviously. Like Brent said, we don't want to alienate them. And we have to make this distinction between the ones who were the authoritarian types who were not just like following along, but actively supporting the, the coercion, shaming their neighbors, um, you know, basically saying, you know, have fun on your ventilator. Good for you. You don't, you don't deserve to get healthcare if you get sick and you didn't or get this. using their platform to mislead yes. by proffering, uh, preferred lies and, and maintaining that Overton window that the uh, establishment loves to push so much. I mean, look, I was, I was hard. I do recall, you mean dancing, Stephen Colbert dancing with the needle yes. people was. Those people for sure. Atrocious. No, they don't get amnesty. None of that. That's not what Peter is saying. No, yeah. Right. No, but there are some distinctions that need to be made here. And, you know, one of the things is people who got this to keep a job, to keep their income especially if they had families. You now you mentioned fathers and if you were a father, you know, what would you do in that position? And although personally, I do think more of those people should have taken the hard route like us and just said, well, no, let's find another option. Let's, you know, I'm going to just say no anyway, and I'll, I'll find another way. And a lot of people did that. A lot of people did do that. And right. they took that difficult route. They still found a way to make money and feed their families and all that stuff without, getting the jab but we can't just sit here and lump all of them together who didn't choose to do that because we don't know all of their individual circumstances some of them may not have had very many options at all and it was you know either i do this or my family starves i can't stay here i have to I can't pay my rent whatever it was right. so to dunk on those types of people and lump them all together that's not necessarily fair and i always try to give a little leeway for them while at the same time saying well look at the more you comply this is going to continue and that's always been my position the more you comply the more this is going to continue the more they're going to push it um and then here's another distinction i want to make uh, wait before you before you start before you start your mic you're a little hot on the mic i'm hot. noticed it's yeah it gets a little um crackly but, it gets a little distorted brantley's fine but i just want to yeah my gain's too high i don't know i'm bad with all the sound stuff you just have to be a a, a consistent you can't be like in and out you have to no, no he was consistent but a little too close that's all <laughs> at least like a fist or two right, so there's there's a there's another distinction too that i think is important to make and you know it's one thing if you're getting this shot to keep a job and to to sustain your income and feed your family um, it's another thing if you got it to attend a music festival, to go to a Broadway show, to the, and those people I very much were calling out a lot during during the mandate. Like I am being segregated right now, and you see that, and you're seeing my posts, and you're seeing what I'm going through, and I can't do the things you're doing, and you don't need to get the, you don't need to go to these these entertainment things. I understand the importance of those things, but it's a little messed up that you're going to just go and get the shot to get your pass so you can go and do fun things while the rest of us are all being left out of that and we're we're the super spreaders, but you're fine. You're not getting anyone sick, which turned out to be bullshit. Yeah. I'll I'll add two things though. Number one, not only yes, again, they didn't know the stakes. 
right? So it's not like, okay, I'm selling out to the man and I'm giving and I'm giving Bill Gates, you know, money and all this stuff, but I really want to go to Coachella, right? It's they didn't know the stakes, number one. And number two, a lot of them in the beginning, in the beginning, incorrectly and, and because they were trained by the PSYOP in their bubble to think that, well, everyone's going to get it. Everyone's going to get it. This is me getting to, this is what we're all doing. Right, because yeah. all of England, almost all of fucking England did, almost all of uh, uh, Canada, almost all. Right, speaking so a lot of them, a lot of them had this in their mind and and wrongfully assumed that anybody who's who's cool in their heels or not getting it. I'm talking pre May, pre June of 2021. That's another distinction because some of those guys were just like, oh, everybody's going to get it, and maybe five percent won't because they listen to Q and on. Like yeah. they didn't know any better. I'm not. I'm not saying that we shouldn't point out or whatever i'm just making another tier there's many distinctions like you're talking about i i'm speaking more about the people who did know that people were being segregated for not getting it and whether you knew the stakes of the shot or the virus or not there is no justification for suspending civil liberties of your fellow citizens period period and if you knew that people you knew weren't getting it and that they weren't allowed to do these things anymore and you were just like yeah well that's fine you need to own up to that you know, and I will gladly accept apologies and forgive anyone who's sincere about that. Mm. But, you know, we can't just not acknowledge that either. So I think this is why some people see your post and, and they they react in the way that they're reacting because and you understand <laughs> New York, you went through the same thing. You know, we were we were segregated. We were very much segregated in the 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 city that's second class to, citizens yes in the city that's supposed to represent liberty and freedom and all of that we had like, the hardest mandates and the hardest lockdowns yeah. and the strictest rules and people like us were treated like like trash like garbage we were treated like plague rats so i understand the other side of it but you know, like I said in the beginning, we can't lump all these people together. Here's another distinction I want to Also, make. forgiveness is divine. Like, sure. Should number be one, if and, people and number two, right, and number two, and we'll get back, you know, but I'm just saying like a number two, I'm not even necessarily, there's a difference between forgive and forget, yeah. right? You right. can forgive if and someone's forgive. contrite, Right. right. Like you're saying, if they come and say, I'm sorry, you can forgive and then just keep a fucking eye on them and be remember, member. Anyway, here's your soup. Here's your blanket. But member. OK. You know what I mean? Anyways, continue. Dan. Well, there, there are the ones who are now proudly saying, well, I didn't get the shot and didn't get the shot. And, you know, for a fact that some of these people still got fake fax cards and stuff. And you pointed mm -hmm. that out, too. And it's like, how much of a freedom warrior were you really if you went and got your fake fax card? And all that and still went on and went to Coachella and did all these things. But now you're over here touting like, well, I'm smart. I didn't get the job. <laughs> I evaded the system. And I know some people did that to keep jobs. Again, that's a different thing. Like one of my best friends, my best friend did that to keep his job. I'm not going to name him, obviously. And but at the same time, he was still speaking out. So he did it to keep his job. Got to fake hard, but he was still posting about, talking about everything that was happening and standing up against it in whatever way that he could still. And people like that can't be lumped in with, you know, with the other people. And we have to make these distinctions because people went about it in all these different ways, you know. But the thought I have is I think it's important to point out also why would it be important to distinguish that, right? And I talked about it on the show and maybe I'll just go off on a quick on a quick rant. But like if we're going to evolve, like if we're going to make 
genuine progress in this game, in this freedom game, we need to evolve spiritually, mentally, and emotionally. We cannot do that if we're acting like the authoritarians. What did the authoritarians do? What helped them be in their bubble? What helped them dehumanize the three of us? What helped them? Emotion. Emotion label. Emotion label, right? Because when, like we said on James's whatever, when you are being emotional, it's easier to manipulate you, right? To lead you around by the fucking nose. And for us to go like everybody, they wish death on me. No, the fuck they didn't, right? Like Dan's talking about, there's different tiers, there's different levels. People who did and are not sorry, suck every inch of my dick, okay? <laughs> fucking, we're, we're, I, I will smear it right in your face every time fucking Fauci, what, Fauci's gotten COVID, what, four or five times? Come on, bro, come on, bro. That fucking turd, right? So I'll smear it in your face, but- but there's levels to this shit in that why do we need to be uh, awake and aware? We can't afford to go only a certain point because here's the thing. We get to that point, now what? Okay, so everybody who got vaccinated, and eh, rub it in your face. Eh. Okay, now what? That's 65 to 70% of the country. You're saying we can't afford to keep 70 fucking percent of the soldiers in this freedom fight? You're saying we can spare that many people? You think 70%? I even saw one fucking dumb dumb. Um, I hope she keeps following me because I'll be here whenever she's ready to fucking wake up. But, um, but like I saw one dumb dumb. I said, do you really think 75, 70% of the country is just unsalvageable? She said, yes. And it is written. <laughs> it is written. If you're going to get fucking Christian on me, listen, I appreciate, I'm, I love God. I'm Christianish. Fine. Christian with it. Yeah. I like that. Christianish. Down with it. What I'm talking about is if you get so fucking myopic that no, only 144,000 of us are going to heaven, suck a dick, suck a fucking dick. God, and I'm not, and I'm not talking fucking hyperbole. I am not talking out of my ass. I read the goddamn book, bitch. Would not leave someone crying in the fucking street if they voted for the wrong person. He hung out with fucking, he hung out with fucking uh, 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 prostitutes, bitch. Okay, and did he need to make sure that they were dunked and believed in the Savior before he hung out with them? No, he hung out with them so that he could get them to God. Hmm, I wonder why that, ooh, a little nuance, you stupid fucking cunt. Read the fucking book. <laughs> bravo, sir, bravo. So the, the big concern here, too, is that, like, we on the freedom, liberty side, the, and those of us who, say, chose to not get it, um, we're going to become like those authoritarian pro-mandate people who were wishing death. If you're just dunking and laughing and saying, oh, well, good for them. You know, they were dumb. And look, it's different if you were like that, you know, that person who was tweeting all the time where, you know, they shouldn't get medical care and have fun on your ventilator. And then you got it and then you croaked. We can point it out and be like, yeah, that's kind of karmic, bitch. You know, yeah. Sure, yeah. we can dunk on that a little. That's not celebrating death. I think it's just saying. Well, I mean, there was kind of ironic, there was there was know? a number of yeah. curiously yes. curious, mysterious deaths that yes. were associated from individuals who were very vocal, pro mandate, pro yes. jab, and unfortunately, they passed away under mysterious or yeah, we won't star we won't get too much into that because you know YouTube and stuff. So well, it's just shame. Oh, it's just a coincidence. Just a coincidence. It was total coincidence. The point is, you know, more of those coincidences start happening. 
we we can't just say ha ha like you said to all those people like you made that choice you deserved it there were all types of reasons and circumstances no and we have to remember also to that the it. enemy the enemy works through division they they yeah. like to sow conflict between groups of people so you know vaccinated unvaccinated gays and queers and and now we are cutting the t off the lgbs like uh blacks and whites and and jews and and everything they like to sow that division they like to drum those tribal beats because everybody fits into a group you know gay white male like it's it's very easy to to do that so we have to remember that they're going to do that, and we have to resist the, the 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 sort of psychic push that comes through all their fucking bullshit propaganda. It comes through the internet, you know. It comes through our friends. Like it, it's we have to be aware of it. We have to network about it, and that's why I love contrarian takes like yeah. yours, Peter. That sort of shake everybody out. Also, of you know, if you're really, reverie. if you're truly about freedom, your approach from the beginning, honestly, should have always been, well, hey, if you want to get it, do your thing. Get the, get the damn thing, wear the thing on your face if you want, whatever. Just don't force me to do it. I And I hope you're fine. That's always yeah. my approach from the beginning. Like, look, if you're going to get it, here's my warnings. I don't trust it. Here's why I don't. Here's why I think it's dumb. But, like, I hope you're fine. That's always been my approach. I have family members who got it. I have many friends who got it. Um, you know, did I warn them? Yes. You know, am I going to rub it in their face? No, I hope they're fine. I, you know, and they hoped I was fine by not getting it. And that's how we should have approached it from the beginning. You know, right. we, we don't want to become like those ones who were saying, well, <laughs> enjoy your ventilator. No, we don't want to be those people. And can I also add, so we've established why would we, we would want to um uh why would we, why why would we we would want to be elevated emotionally spiritually mentally how how do we do that one of the fucking ways i always point even maybe because i'm a fucking dirty white liberal but like <laughs> but but i always point towards self care i always now that can come in a myriad of ways that can come in prayer meditation getting off of fucking social media for an at least an hour. If you're starting to get worked up, worked up, worked up, get off of social media, look outside. I know it's trite, but touch grass, breathe the air. Oh, real life. Call your fucking mom, okay? Call your fucking dad. Check in with a friend. How are you doing? You know what? I remember that friend who said that they're having a hard time or they just went through a death or something. Let me check in with them. Not because I'm Jesus, but because I, I don't want to be up in here by myself because I was just online and them niggas is fucking crazy and they're <laughs> making me crazy with their energy. Let me connect to, oh, real life, real life, groundedness, right? That's how you do it, right? And ultimately, I also want to say, uh, point out, because I do, I do, I am a fucking uh, a spiritual person. If God's actually in charge, you can't really get worked up. And I listen, I'm a hypocrite. I'm, I, absolutely. It's natural and human to, to get worked up. But at a certain point, if God's in charge, God's in charge. If the universe, whatever you want to fucking call it, if the fate, blah, 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 if the power, whatever it is, is in charge, then it's in charge. And if this fight is going to continue, then great, whatever. I, I, I want to do my job to fight, but I don't want to lose my peace. My yeah. peace is paramount, bitch. My yeah. my fucking peace. That's one thing that the that the that the the mandates and the crazy and the, the pandemic, this whole thing fucking taught me on a deeper on another level is I can be just fucking fine on my own. Okay, I yeah. am f 
fucking good. I love humans. I love performing. I love getting, I'm a social butterfly when I get around. You see me, you know, I like da, 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 buzzing around, blah, blah, blah. But ultimately, I'm good on my own. I can have people mad. I can piss off my own group and not, not on purpose, but I can give them medicine. And if I lose the follower, I'm not going to cry about it, bitch, because I'm a fucking adult, right? And I know, and I'm taking care of myself. I think it's knowing how to channel that anger in a productive way and to not let it get control of you. And it, it is very easy to do that on social media. And, you know, look, for, for a while, sure, I was, I was bitter, you know, for a while. I will admit that. And I'm sure a lot of us were bitter about how we were treated. Rightfully so, yeah. But like you said, we need to preserve our peace. We can't let that drive us. It can't be the motivating factor of why we move forward. I'm not saying amnesty, obviously. That's not what we're saying. No amnesty for the for the authoritarians. Definitely not for their bureau, bureaucratic overlords. And definitely not for the people who ran them, the, the elite people who pushed all of this stuff and knew exactly what the hell they were doing. I'm convinced they did. No amnesty for any of them. No, we call them all out on their shit, on their evil. And But we need to do it from, from a grounding of peace. <laughs> yeah. And then when the anger comes, make sure it's really, truly righteous anger and not anger that you're misdirecting at the wrong people. And like you said, if, if 65% of the country got at least one of those things, that's a lot of people. And we can't afford, like you were saying in your video, we can't afford to alienate all of them from this fight. We need as many soldiers as, as we can get to stand up for freedom, to stand up for, you know, for sovereignty, right, and our bodily autonomy and all these things. If we alienate 65% of the soldiers we could have, we're just, we're not going to win. There's going to, we're going to be outnumbered, period. And, and, and that also, along with that, um, you know, I go back to, and I talked a little bit about, I'm reading a book on Napoleon. I love, I'm a fucking dirtbag history buff now. I've just turned into a fucking, I've turned into a dad for some fucking reason. Um, <laughs> But I've been I've been reading a lot over the uh, last few years, uh, just history stuff, and and uh, I'm reading a book on Napoleon, and just thinking about that aspect of fighting, regardless of the politics, regardless of you know the some of he did some horrible things, just like every human being in all times of fucking history. If you want to look up, if you want, if you think black people didn't do no fucking wrong, look up Kunta, uh, not Kunta Kinte, look up goddamn. Um, uh, what's that cocksucker's name? I'm reading a book uh, part time. I haven't. I've gotten like half of it. It's called um, Zulus at War. Fucking great book. Zulus. Okay, the Zulus in South Africa were horrendous people. <laughs> Fucking horrendous people. Seriously, I'm talking. I'm talking about. I'm talking about going around to different tribes and doing the exact same thing. The colonization. White people didn't teach them that. Okay, humanity taught them that Zulus at war. There it is. It's free on fucking on fucking uh, on um, goddamn uh, uh, Audible right now. And um, Shaka Zulu, thank you. Shaka Zulu would would <laughs> would be would put motherfuckers to death because they sneezed in his presence. Shaka Zulu would put in like the look of their face. Okay, Shaka Zulu would have his his witch doctor sniff out. They called it sn smell out, right? Go through the ranks and smell out sedition, smell out, right? Not even realize somebody actually trying to 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 take him down. Jesus. The witch doctor would just, oh, he's gonna he's gonna you know <laughs> do something whatever, and then they would kill him within a matter of seconds. Oh, okay, God. and usually would involve a thick stick and just bashing their head until it breaks. Okay. <laughs> 
sometimes he would also push people down. You want to talk about uh, torture. He would push people down on spikes. And sometimes, similar to the other thing, they would die not, not just because of the bleeding and, the, and their rectum, but also because of the, uh, um, the fucking disease on the end of the fucking stake that they pushed them down on. White people didn't teach them that. Okay? <laughs> History, humanity taught them that. Okay? You fucking douche. Anyway, sorry. Follow the breadcrumbs back to Napoleon. Um, if we're gonna be if we're gonna be uh, uh, useful uh, generals, useful useful soldiers, one of the th one of the main things. So it was uh, Lao Tzu, Lao Tzu. Anyway, Lao Tzu. Yeah. yeah. Was he said the acme of warfare was to get your was to beat your enemy without fighting? Wait, right? are you talking you, about the art of war? Yes, Sun Tzu. <laughs> Sun Tzu. Thank you. <clears throat> And that's one of those things where it's just like, okay, we're going to get these fucking vaccinated, these unvaccinated people tired out and they're going to be punching everywhere, punching everywhere. Get them all, get them all worked up, get them all worked out, get them all tired. And then they're easier to manipulate. Ta-da, ta-da. Trans marginal inhibition actually is the, the term. Pavlov did a lot of really interesting research in the early 20th century uh, with dogs, basically um, breaking them down in order to see uh, how easily he could program them uh, with different behaviors and responses. And what he found was the dogs that were sick, um, the weaker dogs, the the dogs that he had uh, he maybe yelled at a lot and kind of caused distress before it, like they were much easier to manipulate and program and get them to respond the way that he wanted than the dogs that he hadn't messed with, the ones that were healthier uh, and more obstinate. So it's, it's an interesting little bit of history and it certainly seems to apply to, you know, the macro social human, uh, culture as well. Right. Yeah. Bottom line is, is we just need to grow up, man. And if, and I understand again, I'm not talking, don't be frustrated. It's okay for us to be frustrated. I mean, uh, I, especially for the people who are still in New York, I don't know how the fuck you're doing it. I had to, as soon as I get to Austin, a complete shift of energy right away yeah. um, in the air, right? So I'm happy about my decision, but like, you know, I understand the frustration. I do, but I'm talking, if regardless of if things are getting harder, you need to work harder to detach you need to work harder to trust your higher power your universe whatever you need to work harder to trust yourself and be smart keep your head on a swivel but be smart about where we where we shoot our arrows you know yeah we basically came back because the universe sort of sent us here yeah. in a weird yeah, sort of believe you know, series of events so we're here as yeah. long as we need to be to it, do whatever work you know the universe needs us to do it, so. it seems like we can't go around new york we kind of have through it mm -hmm. and i do you know part of me has come to i guess accept despite the frustration and how tired i am being here sometimes and i really do want to just leave that you know I, maybe god wants us to be here right now for some reason to to bear witness to to see what's happening to see you know this whole transformation that the city has gone through since the lockdowns and the mandates and just i thought it would recover a little bit by now and it really hasn't, man. It's we like, just started getting migrants in yeah. our hotel Dude. up the street. Yeah, Eric Adams put them literally right next door to us. And, and it's just, we don't know what's going to happen with these people. What are they going to do? Where are they going to go? It doesn't. There doesn't really seem to be very much of a plan besides just giving them a place to live right now. I don't know too much about the program. I haven't looked too deeply into it yet. 
but I know it's on our it's on our tax dollars. We right? have dozens of young men, uh, probably in the eighteen to thirty five range, just kind of like hanging out, you know, chilling on the street, like little groups. You know, sometimes there's yeah. music, sometimes there's weed. You know, because weed's basically legalized here now. Yeah, the whole city smells like a giant blunt now. <laughs> if it didn't before, <laughs> it, it definitely before, does now. That, you know, a giant blunt mixed with like a urinal, which was kind of normal already before all of this, <laughs> but it's, it's it's noticeably worse. Now. <laughs> well, Quick. the same thing happened with San Francisco. Oh yeah, exactly. and this is part of the thing that the reason I decided ultimately i mean if there was actual entertainment happening i would still be in new york if there was if there was an open artistic if it was what it used to be from what i heard which was it's a hard fucking place but if you if you put it if you put in your work and you get lucky blah blah blah, right all right but now it's turned into san francisco 2.0 culture okay politics is downstream from culture San Francisco is never going to change. It's just going to get worse and worse and worse and the price, price higher, even though people are like shooting up on the streets. No, million dollars, right? Because culturally, they don't have to justify themselves. There's always a white tech nerd who will go in there and likes the status of being in San Francisco and can afford it. So it doesn't really matter, right? Like that, yeah. New York is like that too, right? It doesn't really matter how many black natives are squished price-wise, culture-wise, squished out of out of Manhattan into the boroughs and beyond or into fucking Atlanta or somewhere like even more reasonable. It doesn't matter because they still think culturally we're on the, we're on the, we're on the liberal side of history. We're on the right side of history. It doesn't matter how white and rich we are. (laughs) It doesn't matter. We're still the anti-racists out for the, we're out for the proletariat. So it doesn't matter. I think what's also happened to the city is, you know, there's, People coming back to it, there's new people coming in, right? A lot of people left. A lot of people were, we could say, forced out in a way, right. especially people like us who chose to defy the mandates and to not, you know. Get and who a, didn't get, you know, remote work, off, yeah, cushy office jobs. Those sorts of things. But there are newer people in the city. And these people don't know what the city was like before all of this happened. They don't know. They don't, they don't understand the transformation. Some of them probably come here and they think, oh, well, this is normal. This is how New York was. It's like, yeah, it was like this more in like the 70s and 80s perhaps. And I'm not saying it's that bad again yet. They finally started putting there. more cops in the subway station because yeah. people were just getting pushed onto the tracks a little it's too often. Crime is up. But I saw everywhere like i've never seen so much graffiti but i saw in that i saw in that article they they're they're putting more uh officers down there to make sure uh, fare evaders don't get away (laughs) yeah that's important yeah that's not that's not the problem the problem is you know people pushing people onto the tracks that's the problem well the problem is homelessness and mental Mental illness illness. and drug addiction and and i'm not saying those weren't issues in the city before the lockdowns and all also we've had a lot of hate brewed up against certain you know members of the populace like white men there's a lot of hate directed at white men there's a lot of hate directed at asians yeah there's a lot of hate directed at women uh you know so and also there's just more crime there's just more crime and, and I'll also add too. This is similar. Uh, I'd like to hear your thoughts on it too. Is that sometimes it's hate, and sometimes it's just it's mental insanity. Yeah. Um, which, by the way, I think we need to differentiate that just spiritually, mentally for for our side. Um, uh, 
you know, and for the other side too, like, um, oh, hate is what caused the Colorado shooting, right? Even if, because we all know now that it, it didn't fit the narrative anyway, but even if it did fit the narrative, everybody on the right hates that piece of shit. Yep. I don't care if you killed somebody to fight mandates or to fight to fight uh, Biden or to fight, you're still a piece of shit killer. Like, bro, I if I had a gun, I would have fucking taken you out. So you think hate causes that? That's myopia, right? That's myopia. That's 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 <laughs> retardation. <laughs> that's <clears throat> that's small thinking, right? Yeah. So so we need to differentiate that too. But one of the things, as far as intentions or, or um, explanations, when <laughs> when bless you, when black teenagers are doing some of the shit they're doing, because let's be real, that's what the problem is. When it's black teenagers doing it, it's also a gang shit. It's also remember remember um what was that the knockout challenge? Yep. Right, it's the same thing, I think, cuz if it's a young if it's I'm not saying young black teens can't be insane, okay? But I'm saying if it's if it's over and over, it's like, okay, we're we'll give you we'll give you a, 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 a an assignment. You run into an Apple store and steal all their shit, right? Like California, or you run and and push somebody onto the to the tracks. Right. It'll be on the news. We'll see it. You, you know, and you prove your right. There's some weird there's obviously that's mental insanity as well. Okay? I, I'm not saying it isn't, but it's a different level. It's antisocial behavior. I'm not going to say that some of them aren't like straight up pathological, maybe psychopathic. But there's also there's a cultural aspect to this that needs to be addressed. You know, the breaking down of the family unit, the fatherlessness issue, which is an issue across the board, really. It's not something that's just affecting the black community. But we discussed this a bit with Gothics last time she was on the show. And they're just the left's refusal to acknowledge within the black community that there is a cultural problem. And, you know, they always bring it back to, well, they're in the ghettos, they're poor, poverty, all those things. And sure, those things do matter. When you're Also, the CIA and the FBI deliberately sabotage the black communities starting, you okay. know, post Martin Luther King Jr. Bro, I don't want to go too much on that. that <laughs> Just saying. I want to address some of the poverty things and stuff like that. Like, there's poverty, there is desperation. And when there's desperation, people commit more crime. That's true. But it doesn't mean that there's not a cultural issue here when it comes to glorifying that lifestyle, glorifying this way of being. And, you know, if, if we don't address that, address the breakdown of the family unit and family values, you know, the welfare state, those sorts of things, you know, we're never going to get to the root of the of that issue of why there's so much crime amongst young black males. It's just right. and it, you have to be willing to talk about it. And if every time we bring it up and try to talk about it, we're just racist. Like, yeah, if we're just dismissed as racist. We will not have this conversation. It is well outside the Overton window. You know, they they bring it back to Jim Crow era. I'm like, bro, we're not in Jim Crow era anymore. Like, stop. I it. Love, yeah, I saw that. I, I love how so many so many dum dums on the left were like, oh, you know, um, uh, they don't want black. The right doesn't want black people to have guns either. Check out this fucking check out this stat in Sacramento from 1967. <laughs> if you think they if you think the conservative this. party is the same as it was 10 years ago, you're not paying attention. Exactly. Hello, much yep. less fucking f f 50. What the sweet hot fuck is wrong with you? Right. <laughs> but anyway. Well, well, they don't increase in history. That's a big part of the problem. Huh? 
they, high schools they tend to stop around like you know World War II. Like they dance around Vietnam. Maybe they get a smittering of 9/11. Well, I think another problem too is we need to teach more local history. This was something I felt mm-hmm. about my own city, Elizabeth, New Jersey, and just knowing the history of it. I know that made me appreciate it more just and it because it, it enabled me to contextualize myself within the story of the place where i was from and where i was born and the problem is you know the demographic of the city changed a lot especially since the 70s there was a large influx of of latino cuban you know Im- immigrants who came in whereas the city used to be more irish italian and jewish and now it's like probably 75 percent latino a whole mix of latino yeah. And a lot of these people are newer and they're still coming in and they're newer to the city. They don't learn about the city at all. And I think part of that is why they don't really appreciate it. You know, they throw their trash everywhere on the ground and all this stuff. Like the, the kids, they don't they don't care. They're just like and that's that's what they're seeing around them too. So they're emulating that same behavior. Whereas I feel like if they were taught the history, all of it, you know, the changing demographics going all the way, you know, we could go all the way back to the Len- Lenape if you want. Native Americans, and then all the way up to the present, you know, and how things changed, having that grander vision of the place that you were born or being raised in, I think does change the way you look at your home. And I think that applies to everywhere, you know, it applies to New York City, it applies to where you are in Austin. I think every public school or even private school should have a mandatory curriculum of local history, a local history class of some sort that teaches they're too busy teaching them to how they get picked their gender, Danny. Yes, they're too busy on all this other meaningless identity politics crap. Which which thirty one flavors of gender are you yeah. today, Peter? Um, uh, uh, uncut. Um, <laughs> hot. I like it. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking about that earlier. Some motherfuckers is like, do you want me to prove I'm Puerto Rican? I'm fucking pork, uh, Catholic Puerto Rican family. Come on now. Um, <laughs> but. But the other thing is, is that you were talking about, like, uh, listen, I'm not saying that there aren't reasons and explanations, and many explanations are extremely complicated. But one of the things I always go to when it comes to, but they're poor, white people love going that, and and black people do, the black activists anyway, but they're poor, that's why they did what they did. Why didn't, why don't most poor people commit crime then? Mm -hmm. Most people don't commit crime. Why is that? What's the fulcrum between those two uh, outcomes? What is it besides, right? It's entitlement. It's entitlement, but it's also the culture. Um, uh, You know, it's an old trope, but like if, 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 uh, um, but especially men, well, no, actually uh, boys and girls both need ideally, ideally both, both parents. And I'm not saying um, uh, men and women, I'm saying some sort of masculine energy, some sort of feminine energy. Someone's the heavy and someone kisses the boo-boos. I'm not saying there's an, there isn't an overlap, but I'm saying someone needs to show structure and the other one needs to be, needs to be better at comfort and cleaning up, you know, puke. You know what I mean? There needs to, someone's a provider or maybe both, whatever. But this is what I'm saying. If they, if young black males don't have fathers, they're going to find them somewhere. They're going to find them somewhere. And it's we've known this since the 60s, 40s, 50s, where where kids out on the street, 
they'll find a gang. And the gang has a hierarchy. It has a structure. It teaches you about rules and regulations. It teaches you about um, communicating. These guys, these teenagers, my peers who are a little bit older than me, teach me how to get money. They teach me how to hit on girls. They teach me how to, right? They teach me how to navigate through life. That's, and then that's what they begin to think it means to be a man. That's the example that they are seeing. And, you know, a lot of them turn to gangs too for protection. It's like once you're in that environment, you know, and you know he's in a gang and she's in a gang, you're like, well, I got to join one too because what if they mess with me? I need people to defend me. But I think you're, you're correct in that they are looking for role models, a lot of them. And either they have an absent father or they have a weak father, one who – doesn't know how to give them that structure maybe he's present but maybe he's too coddling like the mother or you know and a lot of it too is that they have overbearing mothers you know a lot of these these young boys they have overbearing mothers and they're trying to get away from them so they're just like home as little as possible and right there's more to it obviously than that you know prostitution drug addiction um abuse all those all those factors i think play into it but, but look at but look at the conversation we're having right now to put, to tie it back to the earlier one. Look at the conversation we're having right now. This is next level shit, right? Imagine if you didn't even have access to this, much less know it, much less already be dip into it and trying to fight it, right? Yeah. Meaning the the amateur regular vaccinated motherfuckers. I was talking with a friend of mine in, uh, in the comments, and she said, you know, I I didn't I made the decision not to get vaccinated because I was open to hearing both sides and I waited and I did and I weighed out, I weighed out, you know, what happened. <clears throat> but I told her like, no, you, it, that's not the only reason you had, you sought out the other side. Yeah. Remember the PSYOP was fucking thick. Okay. Unless you knew who Tim pool, Alex Jones, J- Jordan Peterson, all these people, you didn't have access to what the other side might be to what, to what the, to what the risks were they hid that shit they shadow but i'm i'm sure i still have strikes i still have a strike on my youtube account because i said something that fauci said a couple months later but youtube <laughs> is just like <laughs> i'm white so uh they don't they don't care um i'm white and i care don't listen to white people who care okay what's that i haven't read that book stop helping us i want to read that it's a great title um you brought up Peterson, and I think he – I love talking about him because I do admire him. He got the shot. He got the shot so he could travel, you know, and he, he even did a couple events that I think required it to get in there. And, and you know, so we have to understand that, like, even our heroes, even the people who are in this fight with us, some of them made that choice too, which was a difficult one. And maybe at the time they thought it was the right choice and then came to later regret it, Peterson being one of those people. Um and, you know, they, they are big heavy hitters in the battle. Like, I'm not going to cast Peterson out and just be like, well, screw him. He got the shot. So he means nothing anymore. No, we he's take all enemy. allies. Yes, we take all allies. The point is he, he's speaking out about the policies and how bad those policies you were. You can even argue that Peterson sort of ignited the culture war in yes. 2016 yes. in a way with his speaking out against Canada's bill, bill C-16. C-16. Absolutely, absolutely. He's not someone that you just throw away because he had one lapse of reason or one you know, mistake. It's, it's the same with like the benzos addiction that he had. I see so many people dismiss all the things he talks about because they're like, well, look, you have this self-help guy telling people to clean their room. <laughs> and he became an addict. So why the fuck should I listen to him? I'm like, 
Well, one, you should listen to him because he's a human being who makes mistakes and they're flawed. Two, it was it was a tragic thing that happened to him, and the fact that he was able to overcome that and come back after that. That's exactly the guy I want to listen to, actually. That's exactly the person who I would want to take advice from. You you were down there in a dark place, and you picked yourself up from that. Even when you had it all, you know, and you were already famous and all this other stuff, you still ended up there. If anything, that's probably why he ended up there, because all that stress that he was under. Picked himself back up, cleaned himself up. Now you know, his room. You have to clean your room. He cleaned his room, and now his podcast is doing great. You know, he's talking to all these very interesting, fascinating people, and he looks he looks great. You know, so to just hold people to their mistakes of the past, and this is how I'm tying it back to to the vaccinated. It's like you mentioned on your last episode about this. Haven't you ever been duped? You know, anyone listening to this, haven't you ever been duped in some way? Been been convinced of something that wasn't true, and then made a stupid mistake based on it. Santa Claus. I think most of us. Santa Claus. I think most of us have, in some way, in our lives. So who are we to like pass this self-righteous judgment on every single one of these people as if they are all the same and made that choice for the same reason? It's it's right. Dumb. It's not going to help. Mike Harlow always points to that uh, idea. I remember I was doing a show with him one time, and he's like, almost everybody I know who voted for Trump in 2020 didn't vote for Trump in 2016. So are we sheep? Sheep forever. Never going to change. You know, I was making that joke. Who hurt you, bitch? Like, people don't ever change. Do some fucking therapy, you fucking third. Okay, I used to do drugs. Now I'm, I'm sober 20 years. I used to be 315 pounds. I'm not anymore. I used to fucking... Right. So people yeah. fucking change. OK, do. everybody does. That's the that's the role of humans. Now, some people do it um, uh, willingly and some people get worse. And sometimes I get worse <laughs> around some things and better around others. But shit, man, like, fuck. Yeah, we're all just, you know, doing our best every day. And some, you know, we all get different cards dealt in the, the game of life. And that's it's how sure. we play what we get. And we should not be uh, so quick to indulge our worst aspects and to treat people like shit because they don't deserve it. You know, like you should golden rule, like treat people how you would want to be treated. If you were duped, if you made the mistake, um, you know, you, you, and you eventually saw the error of your ways and you were like, fuck, that was a mistake. Like, damn, like, I feel bad about that. Like you would, you don't need somebody to come along and be like, ha, ha. Yeah. And like I said in the beginning, and the high road is to not do that. Yeah, it doesn't mean, though, like I said in the beginning, that we can't still point out the fact to these people right. that, yes, your compliance is why we are in the situation we are in right now. And it is important for them to understand that because as things kept getting worse and worse, that was one of the things I was really trying to impress on people. It's like, look, you, you keep giving an inch and then another inch and then another inch. And this is why we are right where we are right now when is going to come that point when you finally say no enough is enough because yes more people definitely should have done that sooner and i understand the sentiments of people who you know read your tweet and and get angry about it but they're still stuck in that bit that bitterness they're stuck in their feelings like you said they're stuck in their emotions and they're not thinking rationally anymore in a strategic general type way how do we get them to see that error to admit that to themselves Right. And then to bring them onto our side to then join the fight. Like you talked about the Freedom Rally, that there were Democrats there, you know, and, and some liberal types who were anti-mandate. And and a lot of that probably has to do with they, they probably had a friend or a family member or someone who didn't get the jab 
maybe realize by talking to them in a rational way, like this is not right. Like I don't. And how are we gonna? And how are we gonna be open if if you know one of the things that's helped me change over the years is seeing what worked for others, right? Yeah. Is seeing other people lose weight and be like, oh, I wonder if I could do the or or fill in the blank, whatever, right? To have people around me, I'm you know I'm in a, a spiritual group that that uh, all used to have drinking and drug problems, so like, oh, you you speak my language. You've been asleep before. You've been hurtful before. Oh, you did that. Oh, yeah. you did. Oh, you you know puked on your fucking you know kid's head. Oh, you did this. You did that. Right? You whatever. Oh, okay, I'm not alone, and they know the way out. What's that? <clears throat> there's that old thing, that old story. I hope I don't butcher it, but there's a, uh, there's a drunk in a hole on the side of the road and he's, and he's dying in there, right? He's fucking, he's got, he's drinking, right? And a guy comes up, uh, a priest comes up and he's like, Oh, I help you son. And he throws in a Bible and then walks off and the drunk is still in the hole up. Uh, uh, a scientist comes by a doctor and he throws down some pills and then walks off. A drunk, another drunk comes by, jumps in the hole, or an, another, you know, uh, a, a man jumps in, you know, an, a, a sober alcoholic jumps in, and he's like, "I follow me, I know the way out." Right. So, how is that going to happen if the guy jumps in the hole or points at him and says, "Ha ha, I got out, but fuck you." That's yeah. some. That's some. That's not only morally reprehensible, but that's not helpful to our movement moving it's forward. It's not. It's not. So in in twenty. 21 early 2021 it's actually no it's probably more like may you know i i had a friend a good friend of mine from high school who confided in me you know we she came to uh an art exhibit that me and brent's sister were putting on and, you know confided to me that she had got the shot and why she got it you know to keep her job and this and this and that and that she was very uncertain about it but you know felt like oh this is what i got to do but saw my posts saw the things that i was talking about and I guess because of the way I was approaching it, was able to slowly come on to the side of realizing, well, damn, maybe I made a mistake, but I felt coerced. And then admitting that was really hard for this person too. But not just that, I saw this person slowly go from someone who was afraid to say anything about it to eventually starting to post themselves. Right. They were putting things up on their own page. and. They, didn't, they were afraid to do that because they knew they were going to lose people. They knew people were going to argue with them. They were going to lose friends. And, and she did. She had friends who shot back at her and other, other ones who were like, oh, why are you doing this and this and that? Are you an anti-vaxxer now and all this stuff? But stayed in the fight. And part right. of it is how someone like me treated her. Didn't cast her out. And, but also seeing, seeing me stand up gave them that courage. And, you know, so it's... How we approach it is important, but also we do need to keep speaking. You want to be an example, not a bully. People see the example, and if they if they see you as this nasty, bitter person, they're going to be pushed away. They're going to be I don't want anything to do with that. But if they see you really care and that you're putting yourself on the line and you're being courageous for it, it's going to make them find their own courage it's inspiring. more. So it's inspiring. So, you know, they're just like, screw it. Maybe I will lose friends, but... Whatever I have, oh, hi, Reed. you know, I, I still have this friend and it's important. I didn't cast this friend out. I didn't say, ha ha, you got the shot. You're going to die now or something like that. You know, and right. you stayed I, said, I, hope, I hope you're okay. That's all he said. Right. I hope you're and, fine. And that's the thing I always say is like, we have to stay accessible in this game. Like we yeah. can't afford not just to like, you know, whatever, but like, 
already <laughs> your dog's insane. Already, <laughs> if already the 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 nut job leftists are going to call us racist anyway, right? Yeah. Or going to call us names and call us whatever. But don't be the stereotype. Don't help yeah. them. Exactly. You know I mean? yeah. Like don't don't uh, sheep sheep patriot sheep. Like fucking shut the fuck. Right. Hit them with that. Let them know. Say, well, actually, I'm not racist because I'm standing up against the mandates and all this stuff. And like 60% of blacks and Latinos in New York City did not want to get shot. So you're actually segregating them. So how am I racist? Aren't you the racist one? I would flip it on them and give them the facts. And I'd be like, well, actually, what you're doing is racist. (laughs) Right. And when I, when I, when I, when someone comes in, I have different levels of reaction. You know, obviously some of it depends on how I'm doing, which is why I try to approach social media when I'm in a spiritual place, not when I'm, you know, whatever. Although that doesn't help sometimes because social media makes you um, nuts. But it can. Um, I, I, I often find like if someone comes in swinging, I'll, ma- I'll match your energy, kiddo. If you come in swinging racist, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, well, you're white and I'm right. Or I'm not white. So I'm right. So. <laughs> I'm Latinx and you're a white piece of shit colonizer. So, so <laughs> um, you know, I'll play your game, right? You play by the fucking sword. You, you die by the sword. But if someone comes in genuinely questioning, I'll, I'll help them. You know, if I have the time and the energy, I will say, what about this? And that's often I have gotten through to motherfuckers. You know what I mean? Like I have, I have many times gotten stories, private messages, comments. You know, I had a few, a few people on that post the other day where they're like, Oh, I'll write fine. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to be, I don't want to take the high road. I'm like, yeah, me neither. Let's, let's, let's hate it together while we're on the fucking high road. You know what I mean? There's levels to this shit, right? Um, and that's but, what you're afraid of. Come on. But I mean, you know, I also think, I also think, in a, you know, most of, am I going to say this? Yeah, sure. I said it on my show, but like, it's rhetoric, say it, man. <laughs> The thing is, is that it's the pattern that I see is that a lot of it, most of it, what are women, 50-ish percent of the country, right? Uh, I think it's a little more, isn't it? Maybe. I see 99% of the people who are upset with my post the other day are fucking single broads. Oops. Oops. I wonder why that is. Is it just because I'm only looking at the, for the, I'm, I hate women. No, dum-dum. Um, there's a fucking reason because women are importantly, rightfully so focused on feelings. They are the more sensitive that, that energy, whether you want to call it the pussy or the fucking whatever, the feminine energy, God bless them. I'm not saying dudes aren't emotional. I'm saying the feminine energy defaults to emotion first for the most part. That's where real ass fucking masculinity is supposed to come in and say, ah, 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 ah. Uh, uh, no structure. No, it can't. Learned when a girl hasn't learned that she might need to question herself. She's just rah, 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 throwing it everywhere, right? You can call it. She ain't coming a long time. That's probably what it is too. Um, and girls, let me differentiate because again, this is conservative. One of the only shows you can talk about eating ass and Trump in the same episode. This is what I'm saying. I'm not talking about the type of come where it's like. Uh, 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 right i'm talking about uh, uh, like messed up hair put your fucking hand around the throat you stupid fucking bitch that's the type of cum i'm talking about okay 
you ain't fucking had that energy release. Okay, you ha- you don't have structure in your life, and all of a sudden it's rah, 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 everywhere, right? So you can you can complain, but my experience is what my experience. This is my lived experience as a Latinx person. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> Oh man! If Brilliant! Yeah, I love if, it. If people haven't realized it by now. Peter is also a comedian, not just a musician <laughs> and a podcaster. <laughs> Triple threat! Triple threat! He can oh, sing. Man. He can dance. He can play music. Yes, oh, check out Peter's music as well. So the last topic I think I want to get into because we're already at an hour here. Maybe we'll go for another half hour. We'll see how this goes. I think you tell. Um, so on one of your last episodes, I didn't really see the whole thing. I only saw some of it, but I know Brant watched all of it. You were talking to what was his real name? person politics. Yes. And one of the subjects you guys really went into was this idea of a red wave. And there was a lot of people like expecting all these, you know, major wins in, in the primaries and all this. And the media just kind of painted it in this way after we didn't see that. We got psyoped that there wasn't a again wave, that there wasn't a red wave. And one of the things you guys were talking about is actually there was a red wave that mm-hmm. Republicans did way better than was even expected. And the way the media framed it was as if, oh, well, the red wave never came because so many of them didn't win. Oh, did he just have a baby? I guess he did. Uh, no, I think a grandbaby. Oh, grandbaby. Oh, my God. The grandbaby is so cute. Yeah, so talk yeah, James, talk, James talk real person politics on Twitter is a badass. And he's definitely the guy who, um, like, uh, his show is uh, Friday nights at, I want to say, 1130 Eastern. He does a live stream called Pirate Radio with a couple of fucking stalwart motherfuckers. He's definitely more like, um, um, I mean, he's filthy as fuck too. He'll 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 say. I got that vibe from watching him on your show. Yeah, he's a dirtbag. I love him. But I'm the like he when I go on Pirate Radio, I'm the what they call the cultural attaché, right? So I can't list different reasons why certain counties or i i don't know how many fucking congress people there are <laughs> 435 sweetie what what 435 in the house ish i think right somebody Fine. can correct i'm too busy with napoleon right now brent um <clears throat> hold on i'm gonna but like but like I'll come on and talk about the cultural aspect behind these psyops, these shifts, these these news stories, these whatever, these things that go on. I'll talk about it. And mostly, especially from a perspective of race, from a perspective of gender, like like I've talked about. We all have our strengths. If you need a tiny Jewish bullet, you'd go for Ben Shapiro, right? It's actually, actually, the numbers, right? We, this is super friends shit, right? Super friends. You wouldn't talk to you wouldn't ask Superman to talk to the fishes, and you wouldn't ask Aquaman to scale tall buildings in a single bound, right? right. We all have our strengths, right? Um, and you know, dangerous rhetoric. You guys do what you do, and you also draw and fucking you know play the drum and do crazy shit like that. Um, and you also probably toot on a lot of peepees. And God bless you. <laughs> <laughs> that was me in my twenty. Daniel's Daniel's has always been a little bit more conservative. With oh, its uh, sexuality. I'm more modest. He's had, you know, a handful of partners. Literally I've had a hundreds. A handful, Daniel. Mm-hmm. How many How many gays have, like, walked out on you, like, just co- conversationally? Because I they were like, how I, dare you? I've gotten a lot of, oh, that's cute. And, like, oh, that sucks. Yeah, it, it is what it is. I've learned to embrace it. You know, it's who I am. I, I just, I don't need a slut phase. It's fine. I'm past Amen. that. Good for you. Working for him. He's yeah. fine. I'll be okay. Love is love. Um, 
but like, what was I saying before I started talking about? Dick Everyone Harper. has their, you know, their oh. thing that. Oh, we got yeah. four hundred four thirty-five yeah. in the house and hundred senators. I forgot. There's two senators from each state. Really looks it up. <laughs> Thank you very much. You got the number right. Well, no, it's it's helpful. I'll try to remember. Um, so. So we all have our strengths, right? And my strength on that show is to be the cultural attache. I wanted James to come on to give us an actual breakdown of the actual numbers, right? Because it wasn't just the media who did the PSYOP. Once people, what was the PSYOP? The PSYOP was a couple weeks before, and he, I point, and I was like, oh yeah, they did do that. A couple weeks before, CBS, CNN, MSNBC, all these different fucking leftist people started saying, it's going to be a red wave. It's going to be a red wave. Oh, my God. Fuck it. Uh -huh. Run for cover, right? And that way, when it didn't go, oh, my God, run for cover, and we, we did have a right, uh, uh, we did have a red wave, and we have a shit ton of wins, and I'll go over that in a second, but with, after that shit ton of wave, if it wasn't like a, uh, if it wasn't the apocalypse for the Democrats, then they could go, oh, it wasn't nothing. See? Oh. And that makes you go question yourself and makes you feel disenchanted and makes you feel disappointed. And, you know, yep. oh, we didn't. Why? I don't understand. And then you get now you're able you now you get angry and now you get depressed. And now you and then they got you by the fucking nose. Yeah. And got conservative Twitter dum dums saying it just turned out to be a red trickle. Hey, yeah. <laughs> guys, stop playing your fucking selves. Do your fucking research before you fucking squawk off. You know okay. how I, you know how I know though it was definitely more of a wave than the media was trying to portray it as. I voted Republican straight down the ticket, and same here. First I've, time in my life. I've always been someone who's like, <clears throat> you know, fuck the two party system, all that stuff. I'm I'm politically moderate, and now you know I I guess I'm more moderate. libertarian leaning. I'm more moderate right than I was when I was younger. I was more moderate left, maybe even a little lefty left. A little, a little. Just because you're a sheep, you can't join our club anymore. But that's that's how I know. Like, no, I think things definitely went more red than oh, than yeah. they wanted us to think. Because even I bit the bullet and was like, "Nah, I'm done with these Democrats." Especially here in New York, I'm I'm gonna do a fuck you vote. It wasn't just a protest vote. I was also voting for things. You know, I know people say don't vote against. You know, vote for what you stand for. I was voting. A, for opposing the gender, you know, the gender nonsense ideology. I was voting for opposing more mandates and lockdowns and, you know, and supporting medical freedom and things like that. So I was certainly. You should talk about those three, was it three referendums on the back too that we had to vote on? Yeah. It was all this like woke stuff, establishing this, stuff, yeah. this DEI department and all this. I was like, no, no, yeah. no, no. It's like. So, and they all passed anyway. But the fact that even someone like me was pushed to the point of just being like so frustrated where I went red all down my ticket and actually went out there and voted, that alone tells me like, all right, you know, things definitely have shifted. And I think I think the wave was a bigger wave than they want us to, to think it was. So here's some other examples. Here's some other examples. Check your gut, everybody. Okay. Well, let's just a, do a quick... Has anyone turned woke after July of 2020? Probably not. That doesn't happen. No one, 
no one no one was like i'm pro i tweeted it once i'm pro i'm pro comedy pro medical freedom and and uh anti-establishment but you know that aoc is starting to make some good points like no one's doing that no one is suddenly turning around and be like you know what jimmy kimmel is right uh, <laughs> right no one's doing that now right this is too late in the game yeah again the majority of the fucking vaccinated were not because they got vaccinated because they were woke silly goose talk to some of them okay um but anyway um so that's not happening so the culture war is already won it already fucking is okay they cheated in 2020 sorry but they fucking did um um and and i like that uh twitter the, there's news coming out about that soon hopefully it's actually something i know nothing's gonna happen but it's just about exposure but we'll get to that but like okay so not only check your gut and realize ah! that's not happening but also we picked up seats in new york we picked up seats in the Re Republicans picked up seats in fucking New York, kids. We 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 broke the supermajority in Oregon. Okay, that hasn't happened in apparently decades. Okay, in fucking blue ass, blue haired, crusty puss, white as fucking snow, Oregon <laughs> picked up fucking picked up seats. Okay, another one, Vancouver, Washington, which is literally a mile from Portland, fucking Oregon voted their school their school board entirely republican hmm. Hmm. i wonder and it not just voted flipped the entire fucking thing hmm hmm right <laughs> so if that's happening in a stone's throw quite fucking literally i used to live in portland bitch throw a stone's throw from the bluest fucking crustiest white ass fucking city in the goddamn country i wonder why oh but it didn't happen in fucking arizona Come on, come on. Yeah. yeah, and also the fact that they they were counting those votes like like ten days. Yeah. It was gotta, crazy. Be careful with the subject though. YouTube is really strict with the whole. Well, maybe maybe what we'll do is I'll I'll cut this part out and we'll save it for the 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 Rumble only section. I hate doing that, but yeah. We well, might. sometimes you have to do that, but you know. Again, but but then again, I didn't say anything about that being. Yeah. specifically a certain Correct. way i just said i just said hmm mm. is that what it is do i don't think algorithm bots check sarcasm yeah, we'll see we'll see yeah. anyway yeah you guys trust your show no, I, I, I understand what you mean. well we one more strike is our third and they're gonna nuke this page so we'll see i don't know we'll see i can't monetize yet because i'm because of that strike yeah, yeah, we're so same. so we're in the same point where yep. we just hit a thousand, which is the point it, yeah. that you can turn it on, but the strikes have to come off. I'm so like, we gotta we gotta wait till January and hopefully avoid a third one before then, and then we can attempt that. So we'll see. It would be nice to pull in a bit of money doing this. That's mm -hmm. because yeah, instead of just sacrificing our fucking time and money. Oh, by the way, if you really want to be anti fucking woke, if you really want to stop giving us lip service. Yeah. And give us a fucking a money, yeah. or at the very least share. But Peter, where, uh, share where, where are your shirts available at? What's the website? PeterFeliciano.com. I just yeah, released no. a new shirt called "Rage Against Boring White Liberals." I've been using that hashtag for a couple years now. Um, it, it was originally in reference to the fact that they are the machine right now, but also it, it turns out uh, stupid fucking rage against the machine. Although I know they're let they're the Zach is like half. Or Zach is full Latino and Tom Morello is half Latino, but yeah, they're they're white niggas. Um, yeah, so there's the hoodie, 
couple of new shirts, Rage Against Boring White Liberals. So, <laughs> so fun. <laughs> no, but I... Because it's, it's in the style of Rage Against the Machine. I know. I love it. Go buy some merch, people. But like to go back to this point really quick, because I hate to sound like I'm complaining, but you're right. You know, we, we put time and like energy, and it is exhausting talking about this stuff. I know you know that you're on episode like and two. Correct. Something. And, and money, too. It, it takes it right. takes money. Okay. To host my podcast, just the audio side, takes a minimum of $20, $30 a month. Yep. Okay. Yep. To host it video wise takes what 16, 10, 16. Yep. Okay. Now that's besides the hour roughly it takes to record. Okay. Yep. Time is money. Okay. The equipment you pay for it, the website domain, all that stuff. It all costs the website money. domain, all that stuff. Besides the fact that it also takes an hour plus to edit, to yep. record to 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 upload it to make, make sure that the audio's synced yeah. up with the video sometimes when I do it live, blah 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 blah. And to clip, to make clips and then make them pretty, because I'm fucking great with that shit, and then posting it to Post social media with the hashtags and all that stuff. Yep. So this is expensive as fuck. It is, it is, you know. So anyone listening, definitely support your smaller time content creators who have been fighting this battle right and trying to speak about these really controversial difficult subjects that a lot of people frankly are still really scared to speak about and we very much put ourselves on the line doing this stuff and you know i'm not saying we're at the level of like tim pool where we're getting swatted and that sort of thing but you know brad and i we had the feds at our door and stuff just for going to dc and we've definitely taken slings and arrows doing this we've had friends disappear from our lives all that stuff we've made sacrifices we've lost probably lost job opportunities and those sorts of things as well especially here in new york city so um oh can we talk about or is there anything else you guys wanted to get to because there's something i wanted to talk about go for it. i wanted to piss but yeah go ahead and go ahead and let's finish yeah. off from what you're talking about go we'll for it, it uh yeah go f so this <laughs> did you hear about the story with the sam brinton stealing the luggage oh yes i just saw him as a <laughs> bald creep but yeah go ahead and that's not that's i'm allowed to say that because i'm bald no, I'm <laughs> no i mean i just i just think it's so funny apparently so for anyone who doesn't know this guy was the um let me see if i gotta reload so you can get a photo here <clears throat> And this is alleged, yeah. technically, right? But if he was—he is on video. He has been arrested uh, and charged yeah. with stealing this Vera Bradley suitcase. Well, this he, is—he lost Sam. His, he lost his position too in the White House, didn't he? Uh, I haven't gotten there yet. I don't know. Yeah, I think he lost his job. Did he? Did he? Did he resign? Britain, who uses they them pronouns, was captured on surveillance video grabbing the luggage and removing its ID tag, identifying the owner. The filing state they were later seen using the Vera Bradley suitcase on at least two occasions while traveling to DC, investigators said. Britain initially denied stealing the suitcase to police officers, but later claimed they took it by mistake and still had it in their possession. <laughs> Ah, uh, yeah, they, them, really? He's on leave, it says. <clears throat> Word. Yeah, he is on leave. So, so, but here's the thing. I want to be careful, not be careful, but I want to point out something as far as the nuance thing. Because too often people go on our side, they go, everybody transes must be blah, blah, blah. That's not what we're saying. No. Right? That's not what we're saying. We're no. saying, look at this hypocritical douchebag. We're saying, I, no, this I, person is not trustworthy. This person's a, a, a fucking taker. And yet... Right. 
That's yeah. what we're saying. Point out the hypocrisy, point out the insanity, blah, blah, blah. We're not saying, see, tra- transit. Because again, same thing, you know, uh, same thing that the left does. Criticism equals, you know, blank. Too often, I think we're not careful enough about our, not that I'm saying we're doing that now. I'm just pointing it out because I'm ranting or whatever. So, no, it's good. But like, too often it just goes, anything trans must be, must be wanting to groom kids. No. New. I know trans people who are fucking very reasonable. I know I had a, a, a back fucking three years ago. I had uh, uh, just just Morgan on my show. She's a and I'm saying she, uh, even though I'm a sheep, you must be a sheep. Shut the fuck up, everybody. Um, she's you know, she had a, a, a she was 50, 45 when she had her fucking uh, surgery. OK, we had, we had Sarah Higdon on the show. So, right. This is somebody this is somebody who uh, wore wore panties under their construction outfit for 20 fucking years. This is somebody who like is actually has, has trans, you know, whatever. And, and made the decision that is for you. So like, but I know that this person is not only a funny, talented human being, but is also a genuine, kind, generous person who put me on shows. Mm -hmm. I had, I had her on my show. She's a fucking great person. Right. But to say like, Oh, so anything trans just knee jerk, knee jerk, knee jerk, uh, Satan, Like, calm the fuck down, patriots. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not so much the fact that Sam is genderqueer as the fact that Sam is entitled and associated with the Biden administration and clearly a criminal. Like, so it, the fact that he's, you know, involved in all this like sexual uh, oddity stuff is is curious, you know, and it could be perhaps an indicator that, you know, maybe there's something, you know, like people that get involved in this like extreme kink. You may want to look at them with a more skeptical eye, yeah. uh, especially if we're considering them for federal, you know, positions that involve high ranking clearances and, and responsibilities like disposing nuclear waste. Like you don't want somebody in there that's, you know, a thief and, you know, uh, a, 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 um, a sex pest exhibitionist exhibitionist or whatever and i'll also point out pretty much most people if you get a job in politics you're probably a piece of shit i'll just i'll just generalize let me let me just say in the current structure that it's in nobody who from the jump i'm not saying somebody who's like fuck this i'm going in i'm gonna change do you think a- aoc really wanted to change to help no she's a horrendous human being okay and it's because she's not white no i'm just kidding Uh, (laughs) she's a horrendous human being a cause effect chicken egg but i'm saying if you're going into that and you're actually putting yourself out there especially in the current vibe that it's in you cannot be a a good human being i'm sorry she she tried out for that position like it like she was going out for a reality show the way the there's a whole uh, documentary called making aoc i think i can't remember what it's on but folks can check that out. And it gets into her whole origin story and how she was competing with like 105 other individuals who submitted like video roles and then they narrowed it down and then she was in the top 10 and then they narrowed it. And she was the final one that was chosen. So they were they were picking the person that was going to get pushed in, in her district. To, to lend to Peter's point, I guess we can wrap it up around here. And we, we spoke about this on Carrie Smith's live stream that we appeared on a few days ago. Um, something that we talked to Adam Coleman about on the last time he was on the show, which was a couple oh, of weeks ago. So based. Guy. Why and, is he such a good person? It's, a ah, it's, it's great. Is, I love it. This is why I'm bringing this up because he's such a good person. 
that people commonly ask him, like, why don't you run? Why don't why don't you get into politics? And we talked about this on the show, and he doesn't want that. And this is what's important, I think. It's it's typically the people who would be best for the position who don't they don't want it. And that's part of why I think they would be best for the position is they don't want that power. Like I brought up the Harry Potter analogy. You know, at the end he gets the elder wand and then chooses to break it and throw it away. So the person who would best be able to wield that power in the most responsible way is typically the person who doesn't want it. They just kind of happen to fall into that <clears throat> position. So yeah, someone like Adam Coleman would be a great person to have in Congress or to have in some, you know, political position, but he doesn't want to do it. You know, he, he knows the stress and he knows the corruption and he knows, you know, all the shit that he's going to have to deal with. And shut up, New York. <laughs> and it's a similar, yeah, exactly. And it's, a, oh, it, no, no. So it's it did so it's a similar thing to though that like what's the grand scheme then? What I hate what I what you know I'll I'll bring it to an analogy around the left. I'm going to be tweeting uh, I don't know I wrote it I might tweet it I don't know whatever. But it's a point uh, I would like to make. The left wants to disarm the populace, right? If Trump was still in power, and I know they were pushing for that as well when Trump was in power, but if Trump was still in power and Trump's a fascist, <laughs> if that was the case, why would you want the government to have the monopoly on guns? Why would you want, if the government, if, if Hitler was about to be in power, why would you willingly make sure that every human being in your country doesn't have a gun? Doesn't make any sense, does it? It doesn't. No, it doesn't. So I'm tying that back to the same thing where it's like, okay, just because our guy's in there doesn't mean no more problems, okay? Because number one, the system is rigged, okay? Number two, the system is built to make these people, even somebody who's on our side, who's our guy, to sell out, okay? That's why term limits are important, I think. Um, but ultimately what we really need is somebody to go in and make government smaller. Okay. Trump did some of that. He didn't do a great job, whatever. There's more to that conversation, but that's the, that's the movement is smaller fucking government. That's why really Roe v. Wade getting, getting taken down should be a celebration for everybody. Okay. Because I want, if New York city wants to kill all their babies, Fine. It's your decision, kiddo. Go for it. Have fun. I release with love. But if Texas doesn't want that, why should New York City be in charge of what Texas wants? Why should Texas be in charge of what New York City wants? Hmm, maybe fucking state, maybe federal is not the way to goddamn go. Maybe dismantle this fucking monopoly that we're, we're, we're fucking piece of shit faggot fucking biden said the other day it's incredible it's horrendous that we still allow guns to be sold allow bitch allow constitution don't give a fuck about you you white piece of dog shit take that fucking boomer dog shit somewhere the fuck else you don't allow me to do shit and then he was talking about semi-automatic weapons yeah. that's basically every gun no, I talking about. Or no, I think he do. I think he knows exactly what he was talking about. I think he wants to get rid of semi-automatic weapons. He doesn't yeah. want us to be able to shoot more than one round at a time. Ridiculous. If at all. Ridiculous. They want us disarmed. They want us sick. They want us compliant. They want us having conversations within their Overton windows 
they want us to regurgitate their lies and we won't do it. We're like, no, fuck you guys. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> I, don't I, worry. Don't worry. Certain people can only live certain amounts of time. Right. You know, I'm sorry, but here's the thing. Once the figurehead passes, I'm not saying what I'm saying from natural fucking relax feds. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, we, we already know that they're propping him up too. Like, who knows once, how much, how many IVs of baby blood he's getting on a weekend? Right. Once the figurehead passes of whatever the movement is, hmm, it goes, it kind of dissipates. It kind of gets all over the place. That's why all these dictators. Who was one? Um, who was the one of the Mongols? Uh, Genghis Khan. Genghis, Genghis Khan. Khan. Great book, by the way. Everybody, go look up uh, Crusader Crusaders by. Um, can you look it up? Crusaders. It's by Dan Jones. Dan Jones is a English historian, um, and he's kind of like the he's he's kind of a douchey guy, but he's kind of he's like this young leather jacket clad, you know, guy. You know, uh, he's like so he's a historian, but he's like a almost like a almost like a I get a fucking Simon Cowley vi almost vibe from him. But suffice it to say, it's a fucking great book. Every book that motherfucker puts out is fucking phenomenal. But that one's great because it goes through the Crusades and it talks about it talks about the history. It talks about what actually started it. It talks about the complicated ways that it started. Wow, this motherfucker writes a lot of books. He writes a lot of books. The Magna Carta one I read. Um, Holy shit. Uh, medieval history. I think it's a giant tome that I read as well. Jesus. Summer of Blood I think I have on my wish list. But yeah, anyway. Incredible fucking author and, and great book. And uh, and in Crusaders, he talks about Daniel Adam things in my cart. Um, in Crusaders, oh, oh yeah, uh, Magna Carta is fucking phenomenal. And there's another one, the medieval some history of medieval history. Anyway, so suffice it to say, in Crusaders, he's talking about um, uh, Geng how Genghis Khan was like the most terrified. The Mongols were the most terrifying motherfuckers coming out the east. Ripping everybody to stretch, putting babies on spikes. This was some. This is was essentially what ended all that shit. Was Genghis Khan come and be like, "Oh, you have a god? Great. I'm gonna fucking, <laughs> I'm gonna shit directly into your mouth. I don't care, right? <laughs> Fuck. I don't care about Jerusalem. I don't care about none of that. I don't care whatever. And part of the reason why his dicta, his emperorness, his dictator, once he died, now who's in power? Here's the problem with with piece of shit authoritarians. They don't like to share, right? So it's not like they're going to make sure that whoever's coming after me is going to be just as good. Look at, look at fucking uh, Apple, right? When Steve Jobs died, Tim Cook has been doing ooh, ooh, nothing for fucking years. There's no innovation happening over there. There's not anything, any, anything innovation, innovative as an iPhone. Shit, right? So again, once that, once that power, that main figurehead, that spearhead goes away... Oh, it kind of has a little less power, a little less. Oh, and then other people are like, I'm going to do a coup. And then, oh, I'm going to do a coup to your coup. And then I'm going to, and then it just blows the fuck up. Accurate. Right. So, you know, think about it. I'm not saying that we won't always have demons to fight, but, you know, how long can Klaus Schwab really live? <laughs> That's very true. That's very true. Yes. Well, we all know they're all working on that transhumanist immortality digital <laughs> upload future, right? That's what they all think. They're going to upload their brains you know, and be the in the universe. The baby blood can only get you a couple more years. You know what I mean? You drink all that shit. It doesn't, it's not going <laughs> to. 
Oh my gosh, Peter, thank you so much yeah. for joining us. This Absolutely, is it's my pleasure. A roundabout whirlwind. Uh, again, remind everybody where they can find you. You can find me at uh, on Instagram at Peter underscore Feliciano. You can find me on Twitter at Rule62Peter. Um, you can find me on YouTube at youtube.com slash Rule62Pete. Um, and I put out a weekly show called Conservatish um, with guests from all walks of life. Um, sometimes I just rant. Um, and, and mostly it's anti-woke shit or using identity politics to kill identity politics. As you can tell, I'm very filthy and incredibly, incredibly talented and handsome and humble as fuck. I'm humble as fuck too. So humble. humble. And um, and also I put out music and I just put out a song a couple of weeks ago, uh, actually a month ago on Halloween. I put out a, a cover of Lovely by Billie Eilish and Khalid um, uh, with a, a girl here. So go look up that song as well. More music to come. I'm working actually, I don't know if I, eh, sure, I'll talk about it. Just real quick, but I, I, I'm working on a song with Diana Death. Um, you guys follow Diana Death on Instagram? Not familiar. You need to follow her. She's a badass. Um, she she doesn't get super like political. Political. She's a punk uh, Mexicana from San Diego. She's a badass, and she's like super like I've had her on my show a couple of times where she's just like Johnny Rotten's the shit. Fuck everybody. You know what I mean? Like she's she's a badass, <laughs> but she's also Mexicana, and she's also you know. Also, like, oh, true she, to punk. She's following Dangerous Rhetoric. Oh, wow. Very nice. Yeah. Diana, all right, let me follow Diana. Awesome. So, I, don't, I mean, I, I post and ghost on Instagram. I, I use it as basically an extension of my TikTok. I understand. Um, but, uh, uh, you know, we all have our preferences, and yours is Chinese. Um, <laughs> you like that fucking sushi roll. Anyway, I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm tired. Uh, but I'll just say... I'm putting out a song soon, but I'm going to start working on that soon. And I've got a couple of other songs on the way. So everybody go follow me, you fucking racists. Totally. <laughs> and don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, do all the things, share the show things. with your friends. We love you guys. Thanks so much for watching. We'll be back again soon with another one. Got to end the recording here. See ya. Bye-bye.